0: This podcast is sponsored by The Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end-time ministry. Be sure to purchase Carrie Golston's first-ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word and we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in jesus name amen come visit us at 160 west 129th street in harlem new york
1: we'd love to see your face in the place but for now enjoy today's message
0: understanding, favor of God and men, health to all my flesh and bone, and revelation knowledge as I partake of the word. And I believe that my faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, praise God. If you would please turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 3. That's where we're going to get started. Ephesians, the third chapter. On last week, we talked about resurrection potential. You remember that? Amen. Resurrection potential. So now this week, we want to talk about that resurrection potential being released. Because there are some things that hinder the release of our Resurrection potential. Amen. All right. Now there's a couple of things I need to say to you before we get rolling. Number one. Jesus said in John 10.10 that he has come that we might have life. And have it more abundantly. Now that means everyone. Everyone will be abundantly supplied. Everyone will be abundantly supplied. That means that everyone will be abundantly supplied. I've come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So everyone will be abundantly supplied. Now there's something about a supply. You know that in a uh, when, when we were in school, uh, whether it was college or high school or wherever, they always had a supply room, right? They always had a supply room. In the supply room they had paper and pencils and, you know, and, and erasers. And they had all kinds of supplies, whatever was necessary for that school, that, that place of, of, of learning to function. It was a, There was a supply room, but only certain people had the key. Amen. Now, we got a couple of teachers in here. Sister Natalie's in here. She can tell you that's, what, that's the way it operates. In there. And if you're not one of the authorized people who has a key, you have to go to the person with the key when you need supplies. And he said, all of his people will be supplied. Remember what he said to Peter? I give you the keys to the kingdom. I give you the keys to the supply room. To the abundant supply. Now, you turn to Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3 and verse 20. And this is where we were on last week. Now unto him that is able, didn't say he's doing it, say he was able, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power or the keys. According to the power or the keys that are working in us. According to the power or the keys that are in us. That's how he's going to do it. By them keys that we have on the inside of us. See, that power, the power of the Holy Ghost, the power that comes on the inside of you, that's the key to the supply room. Hallelujah. That's the key to the supply room. We all got a key. Then how come some of us don't have the supplies? Because we ain't using the key. We, 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 we got it, but we're not using the key. He said you got to put the powers in you. This thing is according to the power in you. It's according to the word in you. See, because the word is the power. The word is the power. The power is in you. You got the key. That's why it's a, it amazes me all of these things that be going on that people want to leave when the word is going forth. Amen. You're walking out on the power and then complaining about what you don't have. How come he don't do this for me? Because you walk out on the power. You walk out on the keys. You got you got to go clean a bathroom. I understand it. I, I just don't understand it. Or oh, you got to talk about what's happening later on. Somebody next to you want to talk and make you miss the power that you need. And I guarantee you, they want to talk to you at the very moment that what's said is what you need. That's when they want to talk. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Watch this. Where God commits his word he also commits his power where God commits his word he also commits his power because where his word is the power is we said to you on last week that whatever God says the power to bring it to pass is in what he said that's why his mother said to them at the marriage feast whatever he says to you do it. Whatever he says to you, do it. She didn't say if it makes sense. Because the, the power is in what he said. He, he, he told them, get some water and fill up them pots. We're going to have some wine. What did he tell you? That you thought didn't make sense. So you wasn't going to do it. How don't make no sense. Get thee behind me Satan. That couldn't have been God. Yes it was. It's not going to make sense to you. Whatever he says do it. Because the power. He commits his power. Just like he commits his word. And he watches over it to perform it. Now watch this. Now watch this. (laughs) Glory to God The word Is accompanied by the power For one purpose To produce To produce To produce whatever the word said I said again to produce Whatever the word says Resurrection potential released your potential or your capabilities are only known by your creator. Your potential or your capabilities are only known by your creator. Remember what he said to, uh, what's that boy, uh, 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 Jeremiah? He said, before I formed you, Before I put you In your mother's belly I made you a prophet That was the potential He he did not have to live out that potential But it was there He did not have to do What God put in him To be able to do But it was there And it's there in you today. It's in every single one of us today. None of us is here by accident. None of us. I don't care if you didn't know your father. God knew him. You're not here by accident. And because you're here, you're here with a purpose. And because you're here with a purpose, the capability or the potential to fulfill that purpose is already in you. A seed has in it whatever it's going to grow up to be. It's already in it. So the oak tree, that little seed, that little acorn, has an oak tree inside of it. You came with all the potential that you'll ever need. Okay. Watch this. Remember last week we also said that mistakes don't cancel our given God given potential. We make mistakes along the way. We do wrong stuff along the way. We lie, we steal, we cheat, we, you know, we, we key we do all this other stuff along the way. Okay. But that does not rob us of the potential that God put in us because that's God given potential. And we see that with all of the, all of the old saints. We see that with David and Bathsheba. He made a big mistake. Okay. We even see it with Abraham going with Hagar. We're still living with his mistake. Okay? But it did not erase the potential that God put in him. It never erases the potential that God puts in you. No matter what mistake you make. If you keep living, you can still realize that potential. My Lord. So mistakes don't cancel our God-given potential. There are things as we said earlier, that you're doing now that you could not do yesterday. I like to use the example of the house, the first, the first apartment you had. Would you want to live there today? No way, no how. They couldn't get you in there with a bulldozer. Don't no, make no difference how good a price it is because you are beyond that now. Because you are beyond that now. Now, your kids would think it's great. Man, give me that studio. I'll be my boss. Nobody don't tell me what to do. I can, have my own, I can look at TV all night, and I'll have my own money. <laughs> yeah, your day will come. It'll be just wait a while. Okay, so, but those things that you're doing today, you couldn't do back then. And as I said earlier, five years, ten years from now, what will you be doing? Now, remember this. The Bible is God speaking to you. The Bible is God speaking to you. You don't have to hear a voice. God doesn't have to talk to you in the night the way he talks to me. Night, day, he can talk to me any old time. And he don't care what I'm doing. I could be holding a conversation. You just interrupt me. Okay? But he doesn't have to speak to you. You can't you can't get into this thing that well he doesn't talk to me. The Bible is God talking to you. If you read the word, he's talking to you every single day. Every time you pick up that book, he's talking to you. So, having said that, we many of us and this goes back to the offering of what not to say. Many of us are victims of people's opinions of us. Amen. Let me say that again. Many of us today are victims of people's, other people's opinion of us. Especially if it was somebody that was in authority. We heard what they said and believe what they said. And we're acting out what they said. And some of those people were close to us. Some of those same people told us, get a good job. Stay on that job. Get you a good retirement. Mm -hmm. That's not what the book says. I'm sorry to tell you. That's not what the book says. Some of those same people told us, Get you a good education. and There's nothing wrong with education. Get you a good education. Then you can always make it in the world. Well, I want to just make it. I got a bunch of potential in me that I want to realize. Anybody can just make it. Anybody can just be ordinary. But I want to be able to, to declare my generation. God said that he gives me the power to get wealth. In my generation. So while I'm living. There's some wealth out there. That's waiting for me. A whole generation before we were born. Read those same scriptures. It was for them. To get the wealth. That was later for them in their generation. Now is our generation, it's our turn to get the wealth that God has prepared for us and he used the wicked to hold it for you. Come on. He said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. In other words, they're heaping it up, waiting for us to get it. In my generation, Wow. Hallelujah. And then in Jeremiah 29.11, you know that we have an expected end. We have an expected end. I'm talking about resurrection potential released. I'm still reviewing up to this point. Jeremiah 29.11 says, we have an expected end. God wants to do us good. We has He has good stuff for us in our end. That don't mean when you die. That means your ladder shall be greater. Glory to God. Your ladder shall be greater than what you started out with. You're supposed to grow. It's supposed to get better. It's supposed to become more. It's not supposed to go down. Mm. So, now. Again, I said we are the victims of people's opinions of us. But now let's see what God's opinion of us is. Before we get into today's message, Mark nine twenty three says that uh, all things are possible to him that believeth. So that potential in us is only limited by our capacity to believe. That's a good statement right there. The potential in us is only limited by our capacity to believe. The potential in us is only limited by our capacity to believe. I don't want to get into that because it's a whole nother message of how we expand our capacity to believe. One of the ways you do it is... Keep that thing on your heart. Talk about it all the time. Visit it in your night visions. See yourself in it. See yourself doing it. Go to the place. Touch it. Feel of it. Try it on. Sit in it. Okay? This this helps your capacity to believe for it. See, I've been to I've been to the Rolls Royce dealer three, four times. I'm going to go five, six, seven more times because that helps to expand my capacity to believe. I can't just say I want it and then don't do nothing else. You're only limited by your capacity to believe, okay? All right, watch this. Turn, we're going to turn to some some scriptures now Turn to 1 Corinthians 15 And I'm about to get into the new stuff 1 Corinthians chapter 15 1 Corinthians chapter 15 And the 58th verse Are you there? Fifty-eight, 1558, 1 Corinthians, okay? It reads this way. Therefore, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always abounding. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Always abounding. Not sometimes abounding. Not when we have a good crop. Always abounding. Always abounding. Always abounding. Never seeing anything as a loss. I am more than a conqueror. Through him who loved me. So no matter what happens, I see myself always abounding. I win. Always abounding. Well, they repossess your car? Well, that probably because God got a better one for me, and I didn't have sense enough to go get it. So you had to get this one out the way. Because I'm always abounding. This is what God says about you. See, this is God's opinion of you, that you are always abounding. Come on now. All right. 2 Corinthians 9, very familiar. 2 Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say. He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Bountifully. Always abounding. Bountifully. Always abounding. He which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. He said always abounding. So I should never sow sparingly. I should never sow sparingly, because he said that he who sows abundantly is going to reap abundantly, and he says that we were to always abound. Is that in your Bible too, or am I, am I talking just to me? See, he said, he said, you you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. I want you to always abound. Remember I said before you, life and blessing, death and cursing, choose life. He said, choose this. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to teach folk how to read the Bible one day. One day, one day, one day, one day. Okay, watch this now. Verse 7. Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he as he thinketh in his heart so is he every man according as he purposeth in his heart so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity for god loveth a cheerful giver and god is able is that able stuff again to make all grace what is grace favor to make to make all grace abound toward you that you always having God, see here's, here's God's opinion of you now. God says you're always having all sufficiency, always have it, not sometimes, not payday, Amen. not not when my monthly check comes. Right. Oh, oh, oh. oh, glory to God, hallelujah. See, I be get, stuff be coming to me. Almost daily. Because I got off the monthly thing. Oh, if I could just, I could just open your head and just put this stuff in and then close it back up. See, 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 he, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? This is God's opinion of you, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency. Always having all sufficiency. When you talk lack, you're going against what He said. You're going against His opinion of you. You're going against what He has has already provided for you. You are limiting Him. My God. So before He said always abounding. Now he said always having, always abounding, always having, always abounding, always having, watch this, always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. There should be no good work that goes by that you can't take care of. If the Lord says do it, you ought to be able to do it. If the Lord says that's a good work, I want you to take care of that. Hoo-hoo-hoo, glory to God. That's what I love about Doc Hilliard, Bishop Hilliard now. That's what I love about him. He said, hey, when God told me to give my, my four by four, give it to an evangelist, he said, it didn't bother me. I gave it to him because I was abounding. Amen. I just go down the store and get me another one. <laughs> Always abounding, see? Always having All sufficiency. He said God told him one time when they, they did they did not meet the budget? He said God told him you meet the budget. In other words, whatever is left, you pay it. We're talking about thousands of dollars. Yeah, no, no, no. But he was able to do it. And he said before he left the meeting, people came to him and gave him that back and more. And more. Because he believes. There is no shortage. He believes that what I sow, my God, is more than what I got left. <laughs> and see, you don't have to believe this. This is for me. <laughs> I think, listen, I don't care if you don't believe it. It's all right. All I got to, all I'm responsible to do is tell you. You do whatever you want to do. Amen. I, I just tell you and I move on. I'm doing it. I'm doing her. Bless God. I'm doing her. As a matter of fact, right, well, I don't have to tell you, So, but it's the same whether I tell you or nah, not. Uh, I, I, I got an account out in Houston, so I'm ready. Just, just write a check. Just write a check, and it don't affect home at all. Glory to God. See, because I believe I'm always abounding. Now, now 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 watch this now what how you do that I did it by opening the account <laughs> Ooh, did you catch that I did it by opening the account they said all I needed was what what was it twenty dollars hey I got that I opened the account I open the account now today there's thousands in there. So when I go to Houston and they give in the dock, <laughs> and it don't affect home, always mountain. Always. How do you do that? I do it by this. I don't look at what I don't have. I look at what I sold. I got. I got a heavenly bank account. Glory to God. Oh, I got to move on. What time at all? Oh, Lord. Okay. Let me move. Let me move. Let me move. Okay. So always abounding and always having, and you're only limited by your capacity to believe. Now watch this. Turn to Luke one, Luke chapter one. Anybody got an Amplified Bible? Anybody got an Amplified Bible with them? All right. Praise God. Turn to Luke one, please. Cause I'm going to want you to read this in the Amplified Bible. Watch this. Luke chapter 1, verse 37. It reads this way. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Now, who's that? You got that amplified? You read that out
1: amplified, please. As for with God, nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Hallelujah. Read that again. For with God, nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Now, now, watch this now. Watch this now. Watch this now. What story was being told when that statement was made? When you look at the context, was talking about Mary having a baby by an immaculate conception without the aid of a man. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, now, 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 wait, so, so then, so then, God, you're telling me that all I need is your word. Yes. And your word is able to make impossible things come to pass. Yes. Ooh, wait a minute. No word is void of the power to make itself Come to pass, even if I don't have a man. Now watch this now, watch this now, because see this 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 is a little deeper revelation for you if you can handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch this now. Shall men give into my bosom? But that just said, even without a man, if I had the word. Hallelujah! I can be locked up in a box with this word. Leave me alone. Watch me come out this box. Leave me alone. Watch me come out this box, and I'll be the boss of you. Leave me alone. Watch me come out this box. Y'all getting this? All right, all right, all right. I want you to get this now. I'm talking about I'm talking about releasing your resurrection potential. Okay, all right, watch this now. Oh, oh, glory to God. So, Mary was created for a purpose. Mary was created for a purpose, just like you are created for a purpose. And even without a man, because the word said so, and she was able to conceive the potential in her was to deliver a savior. When she was a little girl, the potential was in her to deliver a savior. When she was a, what do you call that? Tween. The potential was in her to deliver a savior. When she was a teenager, the potential was in her to deliver a savior. And she said, how can these things be? And read, sir, read how this thing is possible. And How is this, how is this thing possible? How can this possibly happen? How can this possibly be, seeing that I know not a man? Because I created you for this. And read that please 137
1: for with God nothing is ever impossible and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment now that
0: was in her all the time what's in you what is in you I said, what kind of potential is in you that's lying dormant, that God spoke over your mother? That's why Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift of God that's in you. There's something in you that you are not realizing. There's something in you that you're not stepping out on. Lord, I got to get to my message. Oh, I'm still reviewing. Did you realize I was still reviewing? Okay, we got to get to the new stuff now. Watch this now. Turn to Acts Acts, Acts 28, Acts chapter 28. Acts, Acts, Acts chapter 28. I'm going to have to rush through these. Acts chapter 28. Oh, man. Releasing resurrection potential. Okay, Acts chapter 28, verse 1. And when they were escaped, when they knew that the island was called Melita, and the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled the fire and received us everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not suffereth uh, not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. He shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. How be it they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him they changed their minds and said that he was a god. He wasn't no god he just recognized the potential that was in him that that, that if I eat any deadly thing it will not hurt me. Snakes and scorpions cannot hurt me. Can't can't hurt me. But he. But now the key here is he shook it off. There's stuff we have to shake off. If we're going to realize the potential that's in us, if we're going to be able to release the potential that's in us, there's some stuff we got to shake off. Now remember, we taught you that. Uh, uh, we had some things that affect our belief system. Our environment, our credible authority figures, repetitious information, and experiences. Those are the things that help to form our belief system. Now remember, all things are possible to him that believeth. Affects your belief system, right? Okay, so now your environment has created some things That caused you to believe some stuff that you need to shake off. Your environment has caused you to believe some stuff that may be erroneous. Amen. Your environment has caused you to believe some stuff that you need to shake off. Your environment has told you (laughs) that it takes money to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. But your environment told you you don't have any money. So therefore you can never make any money because it takes money to make money. But I always say who said it had to be your money? Use somebody else's money. Let somebody else's money make money. What do you think the banks do? They let your money make money for them. It's not their money. So your environment has taught you that. Your environment taught taught you that it takes knowledge. You got to have not get you a good education. Well, there's nothing wrong with education, but education cannot limit me. There are people who don't can't even read and write. Smith Wigglesworth was one of them. Couldn't even read or write. But the power of God moved through him so fantastically that, I mean, not only did it, it supply all of his needs, but people came to him. So, knowledge... Your lack of knowledge does not limit you. Oh, yeah. See, I, we need to say that several times, especially in our crowd, among our people. Your lack of knowledge does not limit you. Just because you went to an inferior school, just because you didn't get the education that, 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 that everybody tells you you should have gotten, just because you, you know, maybe you dropped out of school. Just because you got a GED, just because you never went to college. Don't let that, don't let that limit you to the potential that God put in you. God never said that listen, God did not build no, no school. But see, our environment tells us that we cannot achieve because we don't have this knowledge. I like something Dr. Betty says. She said, I don't don't have to have no PhD. I hire PhDs. Amen. I hire them to do what I need done. See, in other words, she's not allowing her environment to dictate her potential. Oh, God. It takes resources. I don't have no resources. Look not. Look not, look not at the things that are seen, cause they are what? They are temporary. Your lack of resources is temporary. I said your lack of resources is temporary. Remember the remember the analogy of where you, your first apartment and where you are now. <laughs> So your, your lack of resources don't let that be a hindrance to the potential that God has in you because remember as a man thinketh in his heart so is he if I'm thinking my education is lacking therefore I cannot achieve you just defeated yourself if I'm thinking because I don't have if I don't have the, the resources I, I can't achieve you, you're defeating yourself if you are thinking that, you know, that, hey, I, 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 because of where I grew up, I want you to know that Dr. Hilliard, Bishop Hilliard now, he came from what they call Fifth Ward in Houston. That's the low of the low of the low. He said they didn't have no Basketball courts in his neighborhood. He said I was deep in the hood. So I was deep in the hood. He said we had to put up a a, a, a crate on the corner because I was deep in the hood. Okay, so it didn't stop him. He's a multi-millionaire today using these same principles. <laughs> Next thing your environment tells you, it takes experience. Well, nobody started out with experience. So why do you have to start out with experience? Don't let that hinder you because you don't have experience. Once you do it, you'll have experience. I didn't have no experience buying a a commercial building until I got this one. But I had to start somewhere. I cannot let the potential that God has in me be limited by by the fact that I don't have experience. When you do it the first time, then you have experience. The thing to do is go ahead and do it. The thing to do is to step out. You've got to step out. You've got to take the step. Just like we talk all the time about the cruises. We've been doing it now for, what, 15 years? Well, 1980, I think, was the first one. 89? 90, 90. 90 was the first one 1990 was the first crew Couldn't have been 80 We didn't start till 86 So it was 90 1990 was our first cruise Okay Well we didn't have no experience with that We got some experience now I said we got some experience now You couldn't do it before that You're doing it now There are a lot of people who go with us now who wouldn't go in the beginning. They were scared of all that water. Amen. So experience comes by doing. Oh, man. I'm not going to finish this. I see it. But I'm going to go to the next one. Evil devices. Turn to Jeremiah 5, please. Jeremiah 5, 25. Well, I hope you enjoyed it, because you do not miss everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jeremiah 5, 25. Mm Got to get our priorities straight. I'm telling you, your priorities are messed up. You you miss it every time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah chapter 5. I mean, we're preaching good today. Amen. I'm telling you, we're preaching good today. Mm. Dear God, I I just just don't believe it. I don't believe it. Okay. All right. Jeremiah Mm -hmm. chapter 5, verse 25. Are you there? Your iniquities have turned away these things, and your sins have withholding good things from you. You see that in the Amplified? Would you please read that in the Amplified? Jeremiah 5.25. Jeremiah
1: 5.25. Hello? The mic? Jeremiah 5.25. Your iniquities have turned these blessings... Away and your sins have kept good harvests from you. Ouch!
0: I say, Ouch! Read that again.
1: Your iniquities have turned these blessings away and your sins have kept good harvest from you. Now that is an
0: awesome awesome revelation. You want to know well, why this ain't happening to me and why why I don't get this and how come it just happened to that one and how come it don't happen to, to me and, and for me. I say you got to put the word first place. You got to put the word first place. But watch this. He said your iniquities. Remember, he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. Iniquities are weaknesses to sin that are brought down through your family. It's brought down through your family. You will find that people in your family Sin, certain sins, whether it be adultery, divorce, thievery, going to jail, drugs, alcoholism, it's in the family. And it comes right down to you. And it keeps you from receiving the harvest that you should receive. Did you see that? That that's downright scary. But there's a way out. It's called the blood of Jesus. It's called the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the only thing that can take care of the iniquities of the fathers coming down through the generations. You gotta we always heard it stated this way as generational curses. That's what it's talking about. But the word calls it iniquities. Iniquities coming down through your family. You don't have to look far. You know, Uncle Bubba. You ain't gotta look far. What kind of what kind of iniquities came through your family? Amen. You see it all the time, you know. I mean, the folk get divorced for no reason. Other folk be having abortions like it's going out of style. You watch it all and you trace it down. Grandma, great grandma, come on down the line. The iniquities. And only the blood of Jesus is going to cleanse that and stop it at you. Hallelujah. So evil devices of the enemy. That's an evil device of the enemy that will stop your potential stop your potential coming down through your family poverty coming down through your family everybody on welfare mama can't wait for you to get old enough to put you on amen that's iniquities those are iniquities coming on down through Daddy and uncle feed the baby liquor. Put it in their bottle. He, 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 he. I bet you they're asleep now. Passing it on. And it's happening every day. Incest happening every day comes right through the family line to stop the potential that's in you. I told you the devil ain't here to try to steal your car. He's here to steal that word out of you. That's what he wants. Get that word out of you. Because see, with that word, you can wash all this mess away. You take care of all this garbage. All this garbage will be taken care of. Because you see what the word said? It said cleansed cleansed by the blood. Okay, I'm going to do the blood. I'm going to take care of this thing. It's the word. Oh, God. So them iniquities, evil devices of the enemy. Listen, and them criminals Watch them criminals now You talking about somebody always stealing Always winding up in jail and whatnot. And you say, oh they criminals I'd never do that But you rob God every week <laughs> it, it, That iniquity got you But you think because you don't go to jail You safe <laughs> It got you You rob God every week or oh, you one of those sideways robbers. When I'm on vacation, I don't have to tithe. I'll tithe when I get back. Iniquities. I just like to stay here a while. This is a good one. I like to I like the, I like this one. See no, no no. That's that's what's going on, see? Liars liars come down through the family line. Granddaddy was a liar. Daddy was a liar. I might as well be a liar. Amen. Don't realize it's in an iniquity. And God already said all liars will have their place in the lake that burneth with fire and brimstone. He already said it. Woo, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord. I don't know. I got to keep going. I don't know. Because I'm I'm just, I'm fired up. (laughs) I'm kidding. See how cool I am? I'm cool. cool? I ain't hollering. I ain't spitting cotton. I ain't running back and forth. I'm cool. Because I'm going on the boat. (laughs) Ah, Glory to God. Amen. So, potential. Potential realized. Watch this now. Wrong goals. Turn to 2 Corinthians 10. 2 Corinthians 10. Second Corinthians chapter 10. This is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah, I understand, baby. It'll be over in a minute. Your, your pain will be over in a minute. <laughs> Amen. Second, Second Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 12. Listen to this. Here's something else that'll here's something else that will uh uh Stop you from releasing the potential that God has given you. Watch this now. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Are you there? For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. You're not wise, you're not wise. Wrong goals. What God has given to you may not be what he wants to give to me. So I'm going to destroy my potential looking at what you got. I'm going to destroy my potential looking at what you got. He may have given you a Cadillac. And I got a Ford and I'm upset God love you more than he loved me dummy God may want to give you a Rolls Royce you looking at what he got instead of believing God for what potentially put in you remember he gives he gives talents according to your several ability according to the measure of faith Everybody gets the same measure, but it's not for the same thing. I cannot look at Dr. Hilliard or Bishop Hilliard and say, well, he got three campuses, I want three campuses. That may not be what God wants for me. I don't have to try to mimic him. Comparing ourselves with ourselves, we're not wise. They find out what God wants for you. He may want more than three campuses for you, but you limit God by looking at his three campuses. I want the same thing he got. Okay, you can have it. Never knowing that God had five campuses for you. Said it right there in the scripture. Potential. 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 We got to stop the competition. Because we limit God by looking at what somebody else has looking at their house looking at their car looking at their clothes looking at their shoes looking at what they're wearing and limit God because he may have something more for you oh. got all kinds of potential in us and the devil these are these are his devices the devil throws these devices up and these wrong goals. What is your goal? What is your vision? What does God have for you? Not what he had for her. Not what he had for him. What does he have for you? Limiting God. Stop limiting God. Next, your established beliefs. Mark 7.13. You make the word of God of none effect. Mark 7.13. I want you to see that real quick. Mark 7.13. It says, Making the word of God of none effect through your tradition. Would you have de- <laughs> delivered, and many such like things do ye. See, when you come into the church, when you get born again, you come with a set of beliefs that's got to be removed. And too many of us are still operating with them same beliefs that we came to the church with. This is your standard now. This is your standard now. I don't care what you believed before. I don't care what your standard used to be. This is your standard now. I know I'm going long, but I just got to get it out. Because I'm going on the boat, see? I, I, I'm going on the boat. So I, got to, I got to get this out. <laughs> Amen. I got to get this out. See, so those established beliefs that you have, you need to get rid of them things. You need to go to the book, and when your belief doesn't line up with the book, get rid of it. If your belief says that my, my wife got to be with me all the time, she can't go around the corner without me. You need to go to the book. <laughs> you need to go to the book. See, see when, when, when your belief tells you that, you know, she don't have to know how much money I make. That's my business. I never tell no woman how much money I make. You need to go to the book. When your belief system tells you, I got a house, when we get married, I want it understood. This is my house. I'm going to let you come up in here. But I had this house before I met you. I had this house before I married you. And there's going to be my house after you gone. In case you leave. You need to go to the book. See, that's an established belief system that doesn't line up with the book up on some toes now. They ain't saying preach, preach, pastor no more. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> See, that, that belief system was established before truth came. That was established before truth came. Before truth came, I believed that I could have I wanted a Chinese one, I wanted a Japanese one, I wanted a Spanish one, I already had several black ones, and I wanted me a white one, I, want, I wanted to try them all. Did she say I don't blame you? <laughs> you, what you say? That wasn't me! <laughs> see, see. See, I had that before I got saved. And I was working on it. <laughs> I was working on it. I was, I was coming on up the list. But then when I got saved was, oh oh, 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 I had to get rid of that belief system. See, I had to get rid of that. You know, I mean, hey, I, I said, Lord, just give me a month and I, I can complete the task here. Yeah, <laughs> But no, 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 When truth comes, you got to yield to truth. You got to get rid of that old belief system. Lord Jesus, make people tell all they business. Lord Jesus, that ain't even right, Lord. That ain't even right. Okay, anyway. (laughs) If you're ever going to reach, if you're ever going to reach the potential that God has put in you, you've got to get rid of that old belief system. Okay? And besides that, once you get saved and your wife saved, she might kill you. Then you'll never achieve. So <laughs> she do it in love. See, she do it in love. I'm gonna send him home to you, Lord. I'm gonna send him home to you now. <laughs> he coming home. <laughs> I know the time and the hour. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Watch this now. Watch this now. You gotta those established beliefs that you 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 gotta get rid of those. You got you gotta put them aside. Okay, now Deuteronomy. Okay, I'm, I'm 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 gonna end with this one. Deuteronomy chapter eight. Deuteronomy chapter eight. Oh Lord. See, it ain't easy being married. It wasn't It wasn't ever supposed to be easy. Listen to me. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Let me say that again. If, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Marriage is not easy. It's a daily. It's a daily. Working out my salvation. <laughs> hey, man, It's daily. It's daily. It's daily. That's right. 'Cause something always come along that look better. Something always come along that got a little more. Well, I'm talking about taller, fairer. (laughs) I'm staying in the book. I'm staying in the book, y'all, I'm staying in the book. Stand, stand Yeah, Okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to finish. Come on, y'all! Come on, come on! Deuteronomy chapter eight. <laughs> Woo glory to God! All right, the, the, now you know we always go to 18, right? Well, how about let's go to how about let's go to 10? How about we go to Deuteronomy 8:10? When thou hast eaten and art full. Then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten, and art full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein. And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord, thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Watch this now. Don't forget him. He said, don't forget. When, when the blessings begin to flow, when the blessings begin to flow that's right that's right brother when not not if when when see because now I recognize the potential that's in me See, and I'm going allow that potential to be realized so the blessings are going to begin to flow and the devil is going to throw something up. Now you can forget him. You don't need him anymore. You don't need God no more. You don't need to go to church anymore. You don't need to pray anymore. You don't need to read your Bible anymore. You don't need to, to tithe anymore. He said, don't forget me. Don't forget me. See, because that will stunt your potential. Your potential will never be realized because with all of your getting, you'll get stuck right where you are. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at new FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by
1: sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.